everybody. Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. This is one of our classic episodes. Uh, we're going to run back one of our old episodes from our first run. Uh, Michael is not here. He is on vacation. Um, so we're doing, me and Rachel are doing this solo, and it's going to probably be a disaster because Michael <laughs> is uh, the glue that holds the show together. It's true. And uh, you're about to see it all fall apart. <laughs> Uh, no. So what, uh, we just recently did Operator by Jim Croce. Yeah. And, uh, back in the day we had done a double episode, like a double album. Right. Um, but an, an episode with two songs we did, Bad Bad Leroy Brown, and you don't mess around with Jim. Yeah. I'm not going to make the two um, for the price of one joke because we made it in the episode <laughs> long <did>. ago. Um, <laughs> we did. but I will say that this is, yeah. we spoke in the Operator uh, episode i think we we spoke about the fact that there's uh two different uh speeds for jim croce one is uh a ballad that'll tear your heart out the other is peppy about people who you would see around town and right. so this is the other side operator is one side of the jim croce coin these songs yes. are the other side of the jim croce coin yes and as you know we've already talked about, you'll hear it on the episode but just Bizarre, such a specific story uh, that he did yes. twice. Again, so it's not nice, like your, he did it twice. It's not your generic, right? It's not your generic uh, love story. It's it's a very specific scenario. Um, one that uh, in the episode I talk about how sort of dark and bizarre it is. Um, yeah. By the way, for anyone keeping home with track, we do uh, make reference in the episode to Obama currently being president. <laughs> yes. If you want to quickly, I'm just mention that. Uh, you can date it. To, yeah, date what, 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 or how long ago it's been. Uh, but I maybe I'm more cynical now because well I'm actually I'm actually uh, more open to I think Jim's point of view in this song. Just that if there are there's a horrible person um, in the world running around doing terrible things. The best you can hope for is that he runs into someone worse. Right. <laughs> who who right. knocks him down? That's that's you know, sure it'd be great if the world was full of heroes who stood up for the little guy, but yeah. you know, <laughs> usually sooner or later yep. bullies meet a bigger bully uh, and and get beat up. Yeah. So um, that's the best you can hope for. All right. Well, let's listen to the episode, and uh, we'll be back at the end to wrap it up. A story so nice he used it twice. This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of love is glory. Three friends who took inventory of the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. Hey, everybody, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Michael Gazelle. And I'm Rachel Oaks. Each and every week, we take you through a story song. And this week, we got two. Songs two by the same artist. Two, two, two for the price of one. Nice. <laughs> and the price is free. <laughs> <laughs> How lucky are you? The songs are You Don't Miss Around with Jim and Bad Bad Leroy Brown, yeah. both by Jim Croce. If you know anything about these songs, you can probably guess why we're doing them together. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to say we're doing two songs for the price of right. one. Right. Really kind of one and a half. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think Jim Cro- Jim Croce got two songs for the price right. of one. Yeah, he, he 
Yeah. yeah. So what's uh, the story? Well, well, we're gonna quickly. I'm gonna do the first song and then the second song, and then we're gonna talk about it all together Perfect. in a big mass. But the first one, because it came out first, was uh, you don't mess around with Jim. The story of this is Big Jim Walker. He's a, a big tough guy. Everyone in town is afraid of him. He's a pool hustler. And one day, this guy from Alabama named Slim shows up and says that Big Jim hustled him out of all of his money down in Alabama, and he's uh, come up to get his money back. Uh, and everyone's like, listen, dude, do not – look, there are, are a short list of things you cannot do. <laughs> and I will tell you them right now. One involves Superman's cape. One involves spitting in the wind. Something about the Lone Ranger. And finally, you don't mess around with Jim. So um, four things. Four things you're not allowed things. to do. Four things you shouldn't do. Um, also, no peeing in my pool. Right. <laughs> no peeing in my ool. Yeah. You'll notice there's no pee in it. Please keep it that way. Yeah. We don't um, swim in your toilet. <laughs> so Slim, he doesn't listen to anyone. He mm-hmm. confronts Big Jim. And uh, Slim turns out to be even tougher than Big Jim. Beats the living crap out of him. They said he was uh, cut uh, all over the place. About a hundred places. He was shot in a couple more. So presumably, Big Jim is dead. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can get shot more than once (laughs) and expect to come out of it. Uh, You can. Well, but anyway. But then after that, everyone changes their tune to you don't mess around with Slim. Which is convenient. Yeah. (laughs) That his name just happened to rhyme. Up, down, got it, hustlers. Bowery got his bumps. 42nd Street got Big Jim Walker. He a bull shooting son of a gun. Yeah, he's big and dumb as a man can come. But he's stronger than a country house. And when the bad folks all get together at night, you know they all call Big Jim Ball just because. And they say you don't tug on Superman's cape. You don't spit into the wind. You don't So let's start at the top. He says, uh, Uptown's got its hustlers. The Bowery got its bums. I imagine the people in the Bowery are sort of like, hey, come on. We got more than bums. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, we got a lot of bums. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there's a lot of bums. But there's other stuff. Have you, you seen know? our coffee shops? I don't want to <laughs> be defined by the number of bums we have, which admittedly is inordinately high for, the num- <laughs> for our population. But still... Let's not harp on the bum thing. They just opened up a Whole Foods. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly full of bums, I will admit. The Whole Foods is full of bums, yeah, but, but still, it's a Whole Foods. Yeah. You can also get sushi. <laughs> There's uh, a YMCA in the spring. We're going to have swimming. It's going to be great. I mean, don't go swimming after the bums. No. <laughs> that's where, that's where they get dirty. I mean, the water will be gray to black, yeah. considering all the bums that are swimming. Yeah. But still, you know. We have other things. Right. That's all I'm saying. Most of them become bum-related. <laughs> <laughs> but he says 42nd Street got Big Jim Walker. He's a pool-shooting son of a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, he's stronger than a country hoss, mm-hmm. which I think is sort of slang for horse. Is it? I'm not sure. I always thought it was country ox. But all the lyrics I found said whore, uh, said hoss. It always, would make sense because later he, it rhymes with boss. Because so I, I always sense. thought it was do- uh, dog. I always thought it was hog. Oh, okay. Like country hog, and then it's like Big Jim bo- Boss, I, yeah. and then because then in my head as a kid, right. I was like Big Jim Bog. Yeah. Why do they call him Bog? And I don't think country hogs are all that strong. Yeah, I don't know if, if pigs are really known or hogs, hogs really known. Hogs are huge. Have you ever seen but a they, hog? But they know for being strong though. They'll push you down. All right. <laughs> a lot of things will push you. Well, down. if you mess around with them. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, a kid on a swing will push you down. <laughs> You're not going to call that strong. You know what else push oh, you down? Oh, pigs can't go on swings. Oh, okay. They can't. Hogs can't go it. on swings. Well, according to the law, they can. They can right. physically go on a swing, but there are laws against it. <laughs> you yeah. know You know what? Thanks, what, Obama. <laughs> you know what can push you down? What's that? A whole bunch of bums. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's true. But they call that a, a bum king when they get their tails <laughs> entwined together and they kind of freak out of it. <laughs> So they say, he says, well, he says, when the bad folks all get together at night, you know, they all call Big Jim Boss. I love that line because it sounds like a bunch of Batman villains are getting together. Yeah. Like yeah. When the bad folks all get together at night, it's like, <laughs> is it the Legion of Doom? Is like, yeah. you know, like Sleuther's there, Bizarro, I would assume. You could call me Joker. What can I call you? You right. can call me Boss. I'm Big yeah. Jim. <laughs> I like how they end it. I like that they end it with just because. As if somebody said, why do you call that guy Boss? And they're like, you know what? We don't remember. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things everybody kind of does and yeah. you forgot where it started. We call that guy Skip. Yeah. His name's Ralph. <laughs> I don't understand no why we call him that. We call this guy over here Joe. His name's Steve. I have no uh, idea what's happening. It. I don't get it. We are a bunch of dummies. <laughs> I don't think there's anyone I mean, around it. Ted is always Ted. Right. Always Ted. Right. But him, I don't know why we call him Not Boss. Clue. Here's the one line in the song that has always bothered me since I was a small child. Mm-hmm. And maybe, look, I was a little too literal-minded about things. I understand that. You don't tug on Superman's cape. Mm-hmm. What is Superman going to do? Turn around and beat the shit out of you? He's Superman! The worst he's going to do is politely ask you to stop doing that and probably call you citizen. Now, <laughs> if it's the evil Superman from Superman 3, yeah, no, that, his cape you shouldn't tug on. No. Well, here's, the original line was, you don't tug on Superman's cape just as he's um, speeding <laughs> off into uh, faster than a speeding bullet because you will have your skin yeah, ripped no, off. Your skin will yeah. definitely, no, that's, that's, I will agree with that. But or your arms will be fit. ripped out of your sockets. Yeah. Absolutely. But it didn't fit. So everybody was like, why <laughs> did you change it to you don't tug on Superman's cape? And they all said, oh, just because. Uh, he, he will save the world. Yeah. But he has a very short fuse. <laughs> It's a don't, pet peeve of mine. Just do not. It's expensive. Come on, please. Don't don't do it on a Monday because he right. he hates Mondays. <laughs> Loves lasagna. Garfield. You're thinking of Garfield. Oh, it's totally. But do good. not tug on Garfield's cape. No, God, no. Do not tug on Garfield's cape. No. So yeah, I think it's just that. No, but again, you know, again, I could see yeah. if it was like, don't go after the Joker or something. He's a crazy killer. But I think Superman's gonna be. Kind of like knock it off with the cape pulling so much. If you could do less of that, I'd really appreciate it. <laughs> just turn you. around and be like, hey, hey, very much. hey please. Uh, you just don't, had it dry cleaned. You don't spin into the wind. Good advice. Yep, sure. totally. You don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. Look again. The Lone Ranger is a hero. Yeah. He is not going to do anything horrible to you. I also didn't know that was a thing, that people were just g- grasping at his mask. <laughs> they didn't. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they just knew. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was super important for him to have his mask on for reasons I'm not entirely clear on. I don't know either. And you, when you grab for, for his mask, all he does is go like this. Uh, don't. Nope. Nope. Come nope. on. Hands in my face. Come right. on. Stop. What so did I, we have talked about this yeah. so many times. Ugh. What did I just say about the mask? Also, he, how tall... Starts, he starts a slap fight with you. <laughs> also, how tall are you? I am always on my horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horse that's doing it. But uh, finally, the last thing that you never do. Yeah. Don't mess around with Jim. No, you don't mess around with Jim. No. You leave Jim alone. 
He's going to do. Jim's going to do what Jim's going to do. We call him boss, for God's yeah. sakes. Maybe exactly. Jim's Superman. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. And the Lone Ranger and the wind. The evil. He's <laughs> the wind. <laughs> She's like the wind. <laughs> He's like the wind. Maybe you don't tug on Superman's Maybe cape but, and spit into Jim. the wind at the yeah. same time because Superman is using the wind to fly with his cape. Yeah. And they call the wind Big Jim. It's <laughs> not how I remember oh, that right. song going. No. So then after that, this country boy from Alabama shows up. Uh, I guess at 42nd Street, that's New York, right? So I think we could say Oh, well, uh, Bowery. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, so it's, it's gonna New, York. New York. And, um, um, so this guy comes up from Alabama. And this yeah. is also 42nd Street in uh, 1972. Right. 42nd Street was a badass place to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. Disney was not there. <laughs> yeah. People listening to it now who, like, have no idea are yeah. just thinking, oh, like, where? By the Sparrows? And the <laughs> Madame Tussauds? Yeah. Uh, uh, Mary Poppins was not playing at the New Amsterdam at that point. <laughs> oh, 42nd. That's where Planet Hollywood is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by uh, the Multiplex? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, this guy, Willie McCoy, comes up. Mm-hmm. He's like, Jim took all my money, and I come to get my money back. Here's Here's the thing. So, Willie McCoy, a.k.a. Slim, uh, obviously bet all of his money, and then Jim beat him right. because he was better at him at pool. So, he has no moral high ground, no, <laughs> is what I'm trying no. to say. Is there, are no, there are no good people in this story. No. There are only bad people and worse people <laughs> doing bad things to other bad people, yeah. which is awesome. I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. It's great. But, you know, it's easy to think when you're a kid listening to this song, like, oh, he's the hero and he's come to save everyone. <laughs> yeah. no. no, he's, you know, he's just as bad. In fact, he's worse than, uh, as than Big, Big Jim. Jim. Yeah. Um, Jim won all of Slim's money. Yes. But he could afford bus fare from Alabama to Manhattan. I mean, I guess he didn't get all of it. He's just saying, or maybe he borrowed some money. Well, well, I don't think it was last week, so I don't think he was like, "I'm out of here," and then went back to Alabama for a week and was just stewing. Wait, so are you are you suggesting that they played this game of pool in New York, or they played it in Alabama? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> now I'm thinking they played it in Alabama, and that I, that's what I always thought. I never thought that. I always thought that it was just like last week. Like like hustler. No, I this it was is oh, a hustler. In all seriousness, this is always what's so fun about this. Yeah, is that yeah. for for thirty years, I just always assumed that Big Jim had gone down to Alabama to hustle some people out of out of money playing pool. And you think that Willie McCoy is up here in New York? Yeah, and he just lost all his money to Big Jim. Now he's all pissed about it. Yeah, but you know what? That makes sense because he knows he drove a drop top Cadillac, so he took that drop top Cadillac. Yeah, Big Jim, and went down to Alabama. Said, so "Give me all your money." Right. Didn't say, give me all your money. He said, <laughs> let's play some pool. Right. And then he came back up here. Right. And he apparently boasted that he was the king of 47th Street. <laughs> I mean, don't come looking for me, but I'm right. pretty big on 47th <laughs> Some people call me the king. Some people call me boss. Like, you know. I'm just saying, I have a lot of nicknames. If As you wanted to find me, go to 42nd Street, right. New York City. Right. And ask for boss. If, don't try and find me. Yeah. I mean, you you never will. But if you, I don't know, had murderous intentions <laughs> and wanted to come find me on 42nd Street, where if you ask anyone, they'll know who I am and exactly where I am. Yeah. Uh, that's a thing you could do, but you're not going to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stay here in Alabama <laughs> right. and just get madder. But even, yeah. though, even though Big Jim is a pool hustler, he still bet him fair and square. I mean, he's right. sure. better at pool. Yeah. So really, Willie McCoy. Well, he's by a hustler. Is that's the what I mean. thing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 
But he pretends to not be good. And then he tricks people into playing pool and then he beats them because he's really good right. at playing pool. D- people don't like that, Daniel. No, Have you ever seen The Hustler? Yes, I know. Things do not go well for Paul Newman's thumbs. <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm just saying, that's the thing. Like, William McCoy, like, don't act like he held you up at a gas station or anything. <laughs> right, right. Right. You willingly entered into this sure, and lost sure. all your money. What if he's a straight... Uh, a straight shooter this slim yeah. and he's down in Alabama he's like well it's nice to have some friendly competition <laughs> finally you know wait uh, a minute good on you sir if he's in like the amateur leagues <laughs> you know he's like well it's <laughs> I've been taking lessons for a month <laughs> seems like we're on the same page uh, I might slim. be a little better <laughs> <laughs> but I'll try and hold myself back just for you. Still working on my bridge. So let's I'm put twenty grand on this. <laughs> yeah. What All right. Fair People give Slim their top four things not to do. Uh, <laughs> count them down. And this is basically their version of Ain't Nobody Leaves Here Without Singing right. the Blues. <laughs> We're going to give you the rundown. We don't know whether or not he heeds the first three, but he doesn't listen to Superman was not available for comment. Yeah, and it was not Wendy that day. <laughs> um, but he, do- he doesn't listen to the fourth one because he waits in the pool room for Big Jim to show up. And I love, I love this whole song, but I love this part. Because there's no there's no, there's no middle room. It's a hushful of the pool room. Jimmy come bopping in off the street. And when the cutting were done, <laughs> the only part that wasn't bloody were the soles of the big man's feet. Like, it's just immediately into, oh, no, he got his ass kicked. Like, yeah. there's, not, there's not a lot of, like, oh, Jim took a swing and missed. And the guy, yeah. like, yeah. caught him on the chin. No, it's just this guy immediately destroyed yeah. him. All the bad people are like, that just happened so fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, I also love that he, the line, uh, Jimmy come bopping in off the street. Like, he's just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Not a not a care in the world, no, that right. Jimmy. Poor boy, guy. Boy, you look familiar. Right? Oh God! Oh stop! Oh, someone help! You um, being cut so many times. <laughs> Here, here's what I don't like about this song: the the cutting. I just there's oh, of all the things you could do to someone, slashing them with a knife or a razor mm. is just so disgusting. Oh, <laughs> it's so bad. And that many times. I know. Places. The only part that wasn't bloody. With the soles of his feet. Oh, can you imagine if he cut his soles of his feet? Oh, oh if I ever cut somebody, I'm going to cut their soles of his feet. No. <laughs> don't even say that. What? Think about oh. it. No, don't think about it. Stop no. saying it. That's oh. perfect because then they'll be so focused on the soles of their feet that they won't uh. notice that you cut them to <laughs> over the places. No, was oh. he, he was like uh, shooting ooh. and stabbing at the same time. Yeah, well, he says uh, he was cut in about 100 places and he was shot in a couple more. I think cut, 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 cut. Right. Shoot, shoot, shot, shoot. shot, 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 uh, shot. I'd like to think it was like stab, bang, stab, bang. Maybe. Possibly. He just turns to people and goes, I'm a multitasker. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm real OCD about it. <laughs> one stab, one bang. One stab, one bang. Now, <laughs> Can you just stand right here? I have to go touch that parking meter. Presumably... You, like I said before, presumably he kills Big Jim. I mean, if he cut yeah. him that much and shot him at least more than once, right. um, yeah, I feel he, like he's definitely dead. 
No one makes any attempt to call the police. No. <laughs> no one, police are just like, all right, well, it's time to change that list, huh? <laughs> uh, time to make it, uh, don't, don't mess around with Slim. And by the way, super convenient that we yeah. don't have to find a new rhyme. <laughs> that it, that's, this is awesome. So I really appreciate, Slim, you coming down here and having such an easy name we can slip in. Yeah, yeah. Thank you warning. so much. And then that's it. And then, you know, he just says, you know, Big well, Jim found out where it's at. Yeah, there's a little talk the little talk thing that Jim Croce does so yeah. well. And he's yeah, so, he got his hat. I love it. He's so smug about it. He's like, found out where it's at. It's not how some people strange to you. <laughs> Even if you do got a two-piece custom pool cue. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So that's... Uh, you don't mess around with Jim. Now, if you don't know these songs, you're wondering, well, that we know. What's Bad Bad Leroy Brown going to be about? Well, basically the same thing. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> Little south side of Chicago. So we move That's it. locations, yeah. much like a spinoff of a sitcom. Cut to. It's the difference between uh, Good Morning, Miss Bliss, and Saved right. by the Bell. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So Big Jim is on the, he's on the south side of Chicago. It's, it's, that's the baddest part. No, of town. Leroy Brown. See, so you were right getting it yeah. confused, it's Daniel. So tough. Because they're it's exactly so the same song. Leroy Brown yes. lives on the south side of Chicago, which is the baddest part of town. Now, As is we this, know. Is this back in the battle days? Yeah. Well, no, that's the east side, the one that doesn't <laughs> exist. Right. How many sides of Chicago have we been to? We've been to a bunch. One of them's fictional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the baddest of the bad is, is Leroy Brown. In fact, he's so bad, his name is. Bad, bad. Be right, yeah. Like, like, like. You gotta say it too. Is he bad? He's bad, bad. And you like him? No, like him, like him. So Leroy, he stands about six foot four. Uh, all the downtown ladies call him treetop lover. All the men just call him sir. Hold on. I would like to say, first of all, Leroy's more than trouble. Yeah. Because he stands about six foot four. Trouble, trouble fits into like six feet. Yeah, all the Duncan ladies call him treetop lover. So I don't understand. Are they all having sex with him? No, it's because he's. T- it's because he's. Well, yes, they're all having sex. No. With okay, him. that's the thing. But it's it's because he's so tall. Like he's like in the treetops. Or he's so high up. Or he's a cat. Yeah, that too. <laughs> he's a cat. I mean, he cat could. Like he, you know, he's, <laughs> he's MC Scat Cat. I mean, if people are really are scared of him, be like, listen, I like to have sex on the top of trees. And so climb on up there, get in my tree fort, <laughs> and let's do this thing. I made a tree fort just for my six foot four frame and a lady. <laughs> All the men call, just call him sir. And I assume that's because he's been knighted, right? Yes. Like mm-hmm. Sir Alec Guinness. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. just, you know, they're, they're really, they're big on that over there. And I, what happens is walking down the street, a man and a lady yeah. together, right. married, Big Jim comes up. Uh, <laughs> Look what you just did. Unbelievable. Folks, it's going to happen all the time. <laughs> bad, bad Leroy Brown walks down the street yeah. and says, lady, you're coming with me. And the man just goes, oh, sir. <laughs> <laughs> and then he pops up into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> with a single bound. So, uh, Which makes sense. Better than old. 
King Kong. Right. Yes. It's all about royalty. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. Well, the thing is, better than old King Kong. Here's the thing. I know King Kong caused some trouble, but I think he was also not so much bad as misunderstood yeah. and yeah. ripped out of his natural habitat. <laughs> yeah. That's on you, New York. Yeah. <laughs> so again, look, I I love Jim Croce. He has a little trouble with like pop culture, like how exactly things are happening. Yeah. He seems yeah. to think Superman's going to beat the out of you. Yeah. That King Kong was just a big badass. You know what? <laughs> and not like a horribly exploited and tortured and mistreated animal <laughs> that didn't know what, it was, what was going on. His parents didn't like the moving pictures. Yeah. <laughs> More misunderstood than old King Kong. <laughs> I guess that doesn't quite have the right to. No. Right to. Yeah. Remember how before I was super grossed out by all the cutting in uh, You Know My Surround with Jim? Yeah. Sure. Leroy, fancy clothes, diamond rings, got a custom Continental. He's got a thirty two gun in his pocket for fun. And he's got a razor in his shoe. Ooh. You know what happens when So, like, day? did he step on a razor? I'm really... No, he keeps... Just he keeps face. it to, to take it out and slash people in the face with it when he doesn't like them. But that have you ever tried like to get... <laughs> have you ever tried I think to get the something pistol out of your that shoe? he walks around with <laughs> is actually a lot faster. What happens, yeah. what happens when you have a rock in your shoe? It takes you 20 yeah. minutes to figure <laughs> out how point. to get that rock out. But here's the other thing. You keep How? a razor in there to cut your foot off so you don't have to deal with the rock in your <laughs> We think, okay, well, this story's going to go that he'll forever be the baddest man in sure. town. There's uh, no way this can go this No same. one could possibly ever step up to him. No. <laughs> oh, Friday about a week ago. Then also, the things happened in a week. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a busy week. On this episode of <laughs> Bad People. <laughs> Bad People with Jim Croce. <laughs> Leroy Shooting Dice, our third... Story song with crap games in it. At the, at the edge of the bar sat a girl named Dorothy. Ooh, that girl looked nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Anybody else picturing B. Arthur and the yes. Golden Girls? <laughs> yes. Okay. She's getting that sideways glance. <laughs> and says, not now, uh, Ma. Yeah. <laughs> he cast his eyes upon her. The trouble soon began. Now, once again, the twist comes real fast. Leroy Brown learned a lesson about messing with the wife of a jealous man. Up to fight him, and when they pulled down from the floor, Leroy looked like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple of pieces gone. And it's bad. Leroy looked like a jigsaw puzzle with a couple of pieces gone. Ugh, gross. That but is an brilliant. awesome, it's an awesome and disgusting yeah. image. Because oh, you're just so imagining great. this dude with like chunks taken out of him. Yeah. I'm also sort of imagining he must look like. What a uh, a lighthouse on a rocky cliff, maybe. <laughs> um, an especially busy day at the circus. Um, he looks like a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, it's yes. the joke yeah. I'm trying to get. Oh, okay. <laughs> As I get critical looks from everyone, he looks like he looks like ET in the closet exactly. with all the other dolls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like all of the Disney characters bursting out of the castle. <laughs> you know, whatever you happen to be into. Oh, it's a donkey. Um, <laughs> and then that's it. He gets the, once again, the bad guy gets the living crap kicked out yeah. of him by another bad guy. Presumably, Leroy survives the encounter. So yeah. that's the one good thing for him. Um, uh, I would like to say that my one of my favorite things that happens in any song happens in Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Right. Which I'd like to say makes it better than Big Jim. Okay. Is that at the end... They say, you're better than old King Kong. And one of the background singers goes, so much better. <laughs> and I like to think right. that at the end, Jim Croce's like, that's a take. Hey, Dolores? <laughs> what was that? 
that all about? I just, I really got into it. Well, don't. I was trying something. It's not Jim and Dolores, okay? (laughs) It's Jim Croce. Jim Croce. (laughs) But it's 1973. I thought maybe we'd get our own show, the Jim and Dolores Comedy Hour. Unfortunately, I will have enough tape for one tape. (laughs) So I got to use it, Dolores. (laughs) Thanks a lot. Oh, man. Now I'm going to have to do a third song. (laughs) I guess I don't know in Ottawa. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's. So now let's let's go back. Let's put, <laughs> let's, let's put feet in both songs here and say okay. what the deal, Jim Croce. Look, they're both great songs. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm not they're fantastic songs. Terrific. But it's kind of a weird story to do twice. Yeah. yeah. It would be one thing if it was like a man meets a woman and they can't quite get together but then they do at the end and it's a story song. Like that's kind of a couple like the idea of the the bad guy who meets a badder person. Once again, it isn't like a hero shows up and saves everyone. Right. There are it's a no guy good who's characters. a bigger douchebag right. than yeah. our main douchebag who then beats him up um, and or possibly kills him. Yeah. Um, that story twice and I can only imagine the record executive listening to Bad Bad Leroy Brown going, okay, okay, it's good. It's good. <laughs> you don't feel like we've been down this road, Jim? Maybe like... You think we can dip into this well twice? <laughs> I'd, I'd it like feels to think, a little familiar. That's all I'm saying. I'd like to think content-wise he was, yeah. but he's sitting there listening to the, the demo Right. Record or tape or whatever. Yeah. And was just like, it's a lot like you don't mess around with yeah. Jim, but shit, it's danceable. Yeah, let's This do is it. fun. I like this. I've been humming this for days. I love that Dolores in the back. She's doing some great work. You think <laughs> she'd be an act. <laughs> oh, Dolores. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> now, I'd like to say this. A, I think that Jim Croce is a genius. Yes. Because yeah. he's like, this is formulaic and I will take it. Well, yeah. Second of all, the man can do no wrong in my book. He's <laughs> Everything he writes is gold, baby. Yeah, oh yeah. Now, here's, here's the thing. It would be bad if this was the only two songs he ever had. Right. But he has a right. number of other great Classics. songs. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Including a number one hit. Bad, Bad, Leroy Brown was the number one. He had mm-hmm. a number, another one hit that was Time in a Bottle. Yeah. So, so, you know, I'm just, you know, again, like if, if this is the only two songs he ever did, you'd be like, all right, this guy only had He one. just goes like this, cut me some slack. <laughs> but the thing is, but even, even saying, if these like, were the only two songs that he ever did, it's, yeah, it's more or less the same story, but they're right. completely different songs. Oh, no, yeah, I'm not um, saying that. And... But but it, it, it's just funny, like, again, it's a If you're going to write a story song, why are you writing the same story? It's, and it's a weird storyline right. to, like, do it twice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, this it's not is a like, long story. Right, this is like, Bad Bad Leroy Brown is essentially the Teen Wolf 2 to You Don't Mess right. Around there's with Jim's not, Teen Wolf. Yeah, there's not much right. different. And, and that Teen Wolf 2 is about a different character who the exact same thing <laughs> happens <laughs> to. Just a different... Just a different sport, which, by the way, nobody nobody boxes in, in high college. In well, college. In college. He goes to college. The, his cousin goes to college, yeah. becomes a boxer, hangs out with all of Michael J. Fox's friends <laughs> yes. in college. And if you've ever seen the movie, and God bless you if you have, they basically took the, the script from Teen Wolf. And wherever it said basketball, they scratch it out and wrote <laughs> boxing because it's literally the same movie. Exactly the same except movie. Except with boxing. And, and Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. And Jason Bateman. Well, yes. that's why. They didn't call it Teen Wolf, like, number two. It's Teen Wolf T-O-O. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also yeah. is a Teen Wolf. <laughs> and there are a lot of... When we say similarities, it's not just like, oh, this is a similar story. Right. No, there are correlations. This is the 
Abraham, this is the Lincoln Kennedy right. sort of deal. <laughs> you know Wait, what I mean? Big Jim had a secretary named Bad Bentley Wimbrown. <laughs> <laughs> had a secretary named Big, Big Jim, Jim Walker. It was super weird. It was amazing. But they they both live in bad areas. Yes. Clearly. And uh, everyone's scared of them, and everyone has certain names for them. Right. And it's such a brutal, like, doggy dog view of the world where the only yeah. person who can save them from this bad guy is an even worse person mm-hmm. who hopefully will then leave <laughs> yeah. and go away. Yeah, it's, not- again, it's not like a hero shows up to save them. Yeah. You know, there's just the 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 bad guy just pisses off the wrong person yeah. right. and finally gets what's coming to him. Anybody else want to stand up to Stanley Sporna? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know. I mean, Slim, nice. Slim or this jealous husband could have stayed in town and just become a dictator right. <laughs> of his own. Right. Yeah. He probably did. Yeah. Well, especially oh, sure. in uh, You Don't Mess Around with Jim, they say you don't mess around with Slim, so right. he's now their new yeah. Yeah. badass oh. leader. <laughs> yeah. They, they. By the way, they throw Jim to the curb so quick. Yeah. I mean, literally, his body. Yeah. No, they <laughs> pick is, up his dead, he is dead. bloody body um, and toss it in a gutter <laughs> yeah. for the cops to find. Yeah. We, we find out specifically what they own. Right. They drop top Cadillac. <laughs> They're both gamblers. Yeah. It it both kind of comes down to, you know, having issues with gambling. Right. Did you want It kind of feels like one of two things. Either Jim Croce had an idea for a song, mm-hmm. wrote kind of two versions of it and we're like, <laughs> I kind of like them both. Yeah. Yeah. I got to admit. Or cuz he cuz um Do you know Mr. Jim came out first? Mm-hmm. Went to number 8. And he was like I feel like I could do better. <laughs> People are just really like, fearing the story. This story yeah. has more legs to it. Did it again. Mm-hmm. Changed some of the details, but did it again. And it went to number one. So added, a little, right. added a little jazz piano to the yeah. opening. Yeah. He's like, that's what it was missing. Yeah. All right, we take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the history of both of these songs with Story by the Story. Feeling antisocial? You can follow the Story Song Podcast on social media. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. If you're still feeling antisocial after that, you should probably see a doctor before you hurt someone. All right, we're back. It's time for the history of uh, these two songs, You Don't Mess Around with Jim mm-hmm. and Dad Valley Ray Brown. Uh, let's start with uh, You Don't Mess Around with Jim. The song was released. It was Jim Croce's first single, and it went to number eight. Great. Yeah, not eight is great. <laughs> eight is great. Uh, <laughs> your first single having a top ten hit. Yeah, that's not too shabby. Uh, the, uh, the album, however, spent five weeks uh, at number one in the, the album that's called You Don't Mess Around with Jim. Spent five weeks at number one. In early 1974. Now, the reason for that is... We'll get right into it here. Oh, don't. Um, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> While Jim Croce was rising like a rocket, he, he'd... Uh, Bad Bye, Blue Red Brown was a number one hit for him. He was... Uh, Thursday, September 20th, 1973, he got into a small plane in Louisiana. Uh, he had just done a concert at a college. He was flying to Texas to do another concert there. And for whatever reason, they're not sure, the pilot didn't clear a pecan tree. Uh, and the plane crashed on takeoff, and everyone on board, including Jim Croce, uh, was killed. So after that, they released uh, Time in a Bottle, which was off of You Don't Mess Around with Jim. Crying, sorry. <laughs> Crying. Uh, which was not released as a single, but after he died, they did release it as a single. That also went to number one, became a second number one hit, um, although he was didn't couldn't enjoy it. It's but, also the saddest song. Yeah, I will say this. I, you know that there was one asshole who, after he passed away, was listening to Time in the Bottle. Yeah. And... 
and everybody's like, oh my God, this is so uh, like apropos and everything. And one asshole from a record company went, jackpot! <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, get me the albums. He told some intern, listen to the albums, find the saddest song on them, <laughs> and let's release that. Yeah. And let the money roll in. But yeah, so... Uh, it's crazy sad. I, I love Jim Croce's music. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I love it. <laughs> I am so sad. I, I wasn't born in 1973, and I'm so sad of what could have been. Right. Well, that's, that and, I was not born for, even <laughs> if it could have been. Do you understand? I mean, well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, the, a career and a life like that cut that short that, yeah. like, you can imagine and like, what that, he would have written. Yeah. I mean, we were discussing. It. I think, I think, Bad Bad Leroy Brown had gone number one like maybe a few weeks before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he literally was at like the height of his power, just yeah. rising and rising and rising, and was just cut. You know, it's unbelievable. It wasn't like he was sick or anything. He just you know, one yeah. second he was alive, and the next second he wasn't. Yeah. All because um, of a damn pecan tree. <laughs> Jesus Christ! God, this that's why I won't. Eat, I will not eat pecans to this day. I will not. Also, I have a nut allergy, but <laughs> but it's mostly, mostly the Jim, Jim Croce, Croce exactly. thing. Yeah. Also uh, covered by Poison on their album uh, "Look What the Cat Dragged In," which is the one that has "Talk Dirty to Me" on it. Just wanted to mention that Jim Croce. Sure. Yeah, uh, and the song was not. Fully realized until that cover. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Only then did I understand. Jim yeah. Croce. Yeah. Up on high. Right. Sitting on a cloud. Looking, looking down, down. Yeah. Smiling. Sees poison. <laughs> doing this song, right. and does he think? I'm gonna give you two options. <laughs> does he think this is my legacy? Yeah. Or does he think? Yeah. I have to get down there. Right. Like, oh, God, you devil. <laughs> and make sure that I get my oh, shit man. together. I want to say this. I'll say this for this episode. A lot of references to obscurities movies that no one but us will ever remember. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, man. I think Jim Croce probably thought, that's what I was missing in this song. Lots of spandex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did it. I should have worn more spandex. You did it, Poison. Thank you. Thank you for finally making my dream. My hair wasn't big enough. <laughs> so then let's move on to uh, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. It was released in 1973 on the album Life, of, Life and Times. Mm-hmm. It was nominated for two Grammy Awards, Pop, Male Vocalist, and Record of the Year. Like we said, it went to number one. When it was nominated, would he have been alive? I don't, when did they when give did out they do the Grammys? I don't, the Grammys have a weird timeline. It's like, yeah. it's like a full year, but it's like... The cutoff date well, is I like mean, six months before the ceremony, and right, so it'll yeah. be like so. Like but this year's Grammys probably run like like October 2011, okay, through like October 2012 for the 2013 Grammys. I mean, it was a number one song, so I mean, it probably whether or not he was alive, it probably would have been nominated mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not. That's the thing. I'm not because it was released in 1973 and he died in 1973. So right. well, I don't think they. And those the 1973 awards weren't handed out until like 1989. So. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they're really man. They're really bad about that. Story. Yeah, they were way behind. <laughs> well, you know, they like to leave a lot of time because they want the Grammys to be very relevant. Right. Um, yeah, and they're doing a great. They job really are. It. Good for them. Um, and this was at a time when the Grammys were handed out in a theater. Yeah, and people wore like tuxedos and <laughs> evening gowns, and it was just right. like a stage. And there were there were I actually know. awards handed. Yeah, out. I got you, Grandpa. Blue, <laughs> blue jeans ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, no, like the Grammys. My younger you so many dungarees. If you look at the Grammys then the Grammys now, they're in like an arena. Right, right, right. And it's basically a concert and like here's two awards. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I guess I guess he was probably nominated after he was already dead. Uh, he said, or someone said, his wife, I believe, uh, said that the idea for the song was based on a sergeant that Croce knew uh, when he was in the National Guard. Uh, he joined the National Guard in hopes of not being sent to Vietnam, which I think he pretty much uh, succeeded in doing. But the name came from a guy, a fellow soldier named Leroy Brown, who went AWOL, um, <laughs> but, is, but decided to return at the end of the month to pick up his paycheck. Right the end of the which air. I would like to say is pretty bad, bad. That's, yeah. that's, that's badass. A, badass, uh, the guy did a totally go to jail. Because oh. you're not allowed yeah. to do that. You can't just leave yeah. the army <laughs> and then just show up and be like, you know, I like my check, please. Uh, so they didn't like hand him his check and say, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I got a razor in my shoe. They said, all right, hold on, dude. We're just, we're just going to back up. You know. And he said, no, I got a razor in my shoe. Ow. <laughs> he is mentioned in the song Rock and Roll Heaven uh, by the Righteous Brothers. Uh, it says, uh, remember Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Hey, Jimmy, touch us with that song. Time won't change a friend we came to know. Uh, and if you don't, that song is just a, uh, basically a list of people, people. Who, rock and roll people who died young. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's, the, it's the in memoriam. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, yeah and uh, uh, like I said before, uh, the song Time in a Bottle, which was an earlier song uh, off his earlier album, was released as a single and it went to number one uh, posthumously. Yeah. Um, and that song is uh, crazy sad. Yeah. Really uh, sad. Oh, what's the line? You never have enough time to do the things. Oh, you once never you find seems it. to be enough time to do the things you want to do once you've found them. Yeah. <sighs> and, uh, Come on. This is the saddest <laughs> episode we've ever done uh, or will ever do. Yeah. And that includes Fancy. That was a song about an 18-year-old <laughs> prostitute. Right, but that's a song. <laughs> this is <Life>. reality. <laughs> Man. Yeah. R- rough. So. So boy. on that note. <laughs> uh, hold on. Okay. Uh, real quick. Um, uh, uh, boy. Uh, my Parents Are Aliens. That's an obscure 80s movie, right? <laughs> well, I remember that, that um, one. Soul uh, Man? Remember Soul Man? Oh, uh, good. Uh... <laughs> A battery's not included? Just one of the it's guys? 91, that's 90. That's 90. Damn it. Just Howard one the, of the guys. <laughs> Howard the Duck? <laughs> I know you're not making fun of Howard the Duck. No, of course not. Okay, good. That was the first naked breast I ever saw. <laughs> they belong to a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back to humor. Oh, we made it. All right. Uh, we take another so. quick break. And when we come back, we're talking about the lesson we learned from one or two or both of these songs with Lessons Learned. Are you looking for a playlist of the hottest, most bumpin' jams around? Well, we can help you with that. But we do have a Spotify playlist of all the songs we've reviewed on the show. So if you'd like to hear that, search for The Story Song Podcast, the official playlist on Spotify. Then you'll hear the most lit baller bops that go hard... I can't read this. All right, and we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson do we learn from uh, these two songs? Rachel, hit me. What do you got? Spare key in your shoe? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm, spare money in your shoe? Good. Right. Razor in your shoe? Yeah. A bad. Yeah. Because guess what? It ain't going to save you, <laughs> as we have learned. Right. And you're going to cut your soul. Here's when you should be putting things in your shoe. Mm-hmm. 
when you're at the beach and you want to go in the water. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you're you, not wearing them. And you right, and you shouldn't have you should never raise her at the beach. No. So right there, you should never have a razor in your shoe. No. There you never have a reason to shave at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean you have one, but I don't want to talk about it on the air. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got? I learned um, more from You Don't Mess Around with Jim than from uh, mm-hmm. Bad Bad Leroy Brown. Superman's kind of a dick. Yeah. Oh, right? Oh, my God. Like, people God. just want his autograph or say hi. You tug on his cape and he'll just, like, He's so materialistic. I know. So materialistic. This is my new cape, you guys. He's like, don't touch the cape, you know? Uh, excuse me. This is a $3,000 Brooks Brothers cape. <laughs> <laughs> Get your grubby hands off right. of it. This cape is worth more than you make in a year. <laughs> and he was saying that to Jimmy Olsen. Right. <laughs> what? A- and I know that, Jimmy Olsen, because I'm your boss. <laughs> I sign your paychecks. <laughs> oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Uh, you keep tugging on my cape. Uh, maybe I won't stop Brainiac this time. How's that <laughs> <laughs> I'll let him destroy the city. Uh, you, you Find someone else who's well, faster than a speeding no bullet to take care of that. Yeah. T- touch my cape one more time, and I will spin the world the other way until <laughs> you are not born. <laughs> You just try me, huh? <laughs> try me one just more try time. Try me. I will you. turn this world around. <laughs> um, for both of these songs, yeah, together, yeah. I learned Jim Croce taught me an important lesson. Yeah, that I think I'll sum up like this: If at first you don't succeed, <laughs> try, try again. Yeah. If you don't get a number one song with a particular story. Write another song with the same story mm-hmm. and try that. Maybe it'll work. And if it doesn't, try a third time. Try a fourth time. You know, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, Big Mean Steve. See how that goes. Uh, uh, On the north side of uh, Virginia. Anchorage. Just find another major right. U.S. city. Yeah. Uh, kind of a jerk Charlie. See how that goes. Yeah. You know, just keep trying it until you finally get there. Last single was just like, some angry guy. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, if I can say something serious right at the end here. Yeah. If I, I, he's well known, but he's not enough well known. If you don't know Jim Croce, there's a Greatest Hits album. Just go get it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all good Called. Stuff. Uh, photographs and memories. Photographs and memories. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah he's phenomenal. He's, he's wonderful. It's all good stuff. He's so. not just a great singer, great songwriter. My mom loved Jim Croce, and it was one of the few things my mom was. She would listen to music all the time, and I hated the music she listened to. And at the time, I was like, "No, I like punk rock. This, no, I don't like this stuff." And secretly, I was like, "I love these songs. <laughs> it's so good." Uh, but anyway, I thank you guys for listening. I'm Dan McCarney. I'm Michael Gazelle, and I'm Rachel Oaks. We'll be back next week with hopefully a happier song, <laughs> or at least a happier backstory. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'll Talk to you later. Goodbye. Bye bye. See ya. If Big Jim got his hat, find out where it's at. It's not hustling people strange to you. Even if you do got a two piece custom made for you. <laughs> hey, you don't. Right, we're back. Yeah. Good episode. I will say, um, I like this as a classic episode. This is one or two, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could, I'd have back because I think there's a lot more meat on this bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, Go ahead. Well, my only thought was, cause we, we, we mentioned it briefly. If it were today, there would be a 20 minute chunk on the, you don't pull on Superman's cape. Right. Line <laughs> right. only just because even when I was a kid that stuck out to me, cause I was just like, what is Superman going to do? He's super, he's not going to like turn around and beat you up. He's Superman. He'd be yeah. like, please stop pulling on my cape, sir. Thank you. <laughs> that, like, that's the worst me, that might leave happen. It. Leave it. Leave it alone. Exactly. It. Um. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> I don't think we mentioned it, but I, I did wonder l- listening back, 
I wonder if Jim Croce, after meeting the second person who was very similar, was like, I can't believe I'm running into this guy again. This is like a right. glitch in the <laughs> Matrix situation. So exactly. I feel like that was that's something we could have delved into more. Yeah. And also, yeah. it's just a great they're great songs. They're more the more Jim Croce we can do, the better, I think. Oh, I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we say that also in the episode that, you know, they're great songs. Just, you know, just just weird that he that he 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 similar story again if it was a if it was a more generic story wouldn't seem odd but just weird that you know he, but but i will say this now because shoot ahead to 2022 yeah right all we're doing is rebooting stuff True. we're doing we're True. doing new matrixes we're doing so now he would seem like a genius he knew it he saw the writing <laughs> on the wall you think jim croce like, didn't know what he was doing right he's like look someday there's going to be something called the marvel cinematic universe just <laughs> Your kids are gonna love it. Yeah, trust this is me. the this is the Croce discographic <laughs> universe. Exactly. exactly. I, guess you could, I could have just said Croce music universe. Uh, right. But I I don't. But I don't think quickly. Uh, yeah. No. So I mean, this is a. I I wish we could have fit a third Croce song in there somewhere. That's my only regret is to have a trilogy. But you know. Well, we did. I mean, we did operator. And we'll be, no, we'll I, be meant, back. I meant three in one episode. You in know, one episode. We really, we never, we've, we'll figure that we, out. Twice we did two songs in one episode. Listen, we never did three songs listen, in one. The, the and, technology and Rachel, isn't Rachel, here Rachel, yet. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, <laughs> science says it can't be done, yeah. but I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I think <laughs> with try. hard work and determination, we can get it to three songs in one episode. Somehow. somehow Except yeah. now You're, that would be a six-hour episode. Oh God! Six hours. We're lucky. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed this. Come on back. Uh, we'll have a new episode for you uh, very soon. Um, that I'm sure will be great. I don't know what it'll be, but I'm just going to say it's. Uh, it was a real good time. We all had fun. <laughs> uh, thank you again for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. And I'm Rachel Oaks. We will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett. 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Points.